right, Catherine, welcome to my podcast. How are you doing today? Hi, Sri. I'm very excited. I've been waiting to see you and to chat with you the whole day. And yeah, I'm finally here. <laughs> Absolutely. Thank you so much for joining me today from your busy schedule. Uh, please tell these people who you are and what you do. Mm-hmm. My name is Katerina. Uh, I am a language coach and I help people to improve English, but um, English is not actually the main goal in my work. What I do is I coach people to become independent learners, and that includes a lot of transformation, personal transformation, so that they could continue this journey of learning English by themselves without needing Mm -hmm. external help. So Uh that's what I do. That is beautiful. We will definitely dive deeper into that. But before that, uh, how I came across you and I've been going through your uh, content on Instagram. And Catherine, when you speak, you emit this positive energy through your voice and the words that you speak, you really have a deep and positive impact on the listener. And you're helping people in a lot of ways. You're coaching business English and everything. You have a lot of content about um meditation mindfulness and being in nature and connecting with yourself and all of the good stuff i think it's really positive inspirational and also educational it's so heartwarming thank you thank you Sri, for saying this i hope that my content can help people i hope that's the whole point of creating it Uh, Not only to introduce myself and my ways of working, but also actually be helpful right there. And it's actually very difficult. You know, I would love to uh, just sit in front of my client and have this human connection, what coach does. But I have to do a lot of other things Mm -hmm. Uh, as a person who does her business online on social media. I need to know about content. I need to know about marketing. It's a completely different sphere of life. But yeah, I hope that my content can bring value as well. Um, Yeah, definitely. You're definitely right. I think it is definitely difficult and hard to impact people through content. Like you said, it is easier to connect with people face to face. That's much more deeper and easier Mm -hmm. for us to understand. But through content, it is difficult. And I think it takes a little bit of time for us to get better at it and to reach more people. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, It is something very different we need to learn. And I often feel that it's kind of competition between technology and human beings because I have to work with technology right now. I have to pay attention to the algorithms and um, what technology does to our brains as well. My content uh, is not the way I want it to be. It is the way that it can be consumed and make effect on someone. And this process is transformed by technology and the way we are using it these days. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, it's something very challenging. (laughs) Yeah, it is definitely. And um, to to be able to do what you're doing, um, I think you yourself also have been through that process of transformation when it comes to language learning. So I want to know your story of how... Yeah, how you became the person that you are today and how did you get started doing what you do today? All right. Well, I am not a native English speaker. I hope uh, it's clear (laughs) to everyone. Uh, I learned language and I learned at first at the university when I became a translator of German and English languages. And my native language is Russian and Belarusian because I am from Belarus. 
Um, uh-huh. And uh, after I got my education, I became a certified translator. Um, I felt that I could actually teach Russian as foreign language, which is my native language, German and English languages. And it was always like a side job, a hobby for mm-hmm. probably 10 years. Uh, and then uh, while I was trying to make a career somewhere in the company and I got disappointed a lot in the corporate culture, mm-hmm. I realized that actually teaching could become the main focus for me since I was really fond of and passionate about psychology since childhood. Um, I found a way to fuse psychology with teaching, right? It's actually mm-hmm. not so difficult, right? Knowing a little bit of psychology, you can transform your teaching. And I was doing that uh, intuitively, just trying, because I, I, ro- I really wanted to see the results of my students. And in the school program or courses program, it was really difficult to make people learn and be satisfied with their process. It's yeah. impossible, let's say, and still it is. So, so um, yeah, I assume that uh, standard teaching, classic teaching, has died. I mean, it's time for it to die and transform. Yes. And then I found uh, my first book on coaching and life coaching. And when I read it, I was like, wow, this is the tool I've been searching for. That's how I can do that. And I started fusing coaching with uh, English teaching. And probably in one year, I became what I am. My brand, Mind Hygiene, started around four years ago. Later, I got certified. um, And now I'm a certified coach, language coach, and... um, I continue creating, I continue experimenting, and I use mindfulness more and more in my work because I see how it affects the result, uh, results of my clients. So I'm, I'm very excited about the journey that is waiting for me because I see the potential of coaching. Yeah. Absolutely. That is really amazing. And it's so interesting what you said about psychology, knowing about psychology and then being able to coach. I do think that if you don't have the knowledge, at least some knowledge of psychology, you cannot be a good coach or cannot be a good teacher. That's for sure. Right. Mm -hmm. And no one requested uh, knowledge in psychology from teachers even like five, 10 years ago. It was not important. But right now, I believe it's so important. Right. Like this is the the cornerstone. Um, We are changing. Time is changing. The requirements of this time are also changing. We need to become a little bit different human being. Mm. I believe our education will transform and change. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I feel like that on a day-to-day basis, Catherine. Like you're hitting on all the points that I think about on a daily basis. You know, we need to change. And there is so much that needs to change. We are changing and for good. Yeah. Uh, especially um, being specific about traditional teaching, it is time for it to die. You're right. Totally right. (laughs) And yeah, it wasn't helpful. It never was helpful for anyone. I think it's just a system that is uh, designed to judge you in terms of numbers. That's it. That's what it is. Right. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And it does work. Maybe maybe sometimes it does work for a few people. But it's not as effective and it's, it's, it's not, it doesn't serve the purpose that, that we are looking for, you know? Right. Not anymore, for sure. Nah. Before, probably, 
the transfer of knowledge was very important. Teacher transfers the knowledge. Teacher mm -hmm. is like a walking book encyclopedia that knows things and is ready to share it with you. Um, but since we have so much information around ourselves right now, like infinite, infinite units of information, you can get them instantly. Um, uh, coaching remains to be the most important way to do that because it trains your brain. Instead of just simply offering you some information, it trains your brain to work with this information and also to know yourself. And that's probably the, yeah. the most amazing part of it, right? It, it offers you to look inside. And that's why I love it so much. Absolutely. Totally, totally. Like you said, you know, teacher only delivered the knowledge before. He was like a superior figure. But as coaches, we are also learning when we are teaching, you know, with every yeah. person. Yeah. And yeah. we get better. Yeah, absolutely. This, uh, this process of working with the client is always unique. Uh, it's always um, you you enter in uh, into uncertainty and you have to stay very focused and open to whatever is happening. You need to find some kind of touch base. You need to be always present with yourself. And it's a huge mm -hmm. training in mindfulness. It's a huge training in, you know, ego elimination, maybe, uh -huh. if I can say that. When you work with a client, you have to minimize your ego. Otherwise, it doesn't work. Yeah. You need to be always reflecting uh, on whatever is happening right now in the moment. And it's beautiful. It's amazing. And the results are always also impressive. Wow. That's so interesting. Ego elimination when you're connecting with people. Maybe it's too too much to say that. But <laughs> I feel this way. No. Yeah. Well, it is. Um, it's beautifully said. That's for sure. Uh, but yeah, it's right. You know, when two people are talking and if we don't lower the ego, you know, people are going to talk over each other and no one is going to listen, but we need to listen what's going on with them and to be able to offer the, the advice, let's say that they need, they really need, not what we want the, exactly. for them. Yeah. And, you know, maybe three sometimes the hardest thing to do. For me, it's definitely the hardest one. I'm, I wonder for other coaches if it's the same or not, uh, is to not offer advice sometimes. Uh, mm -hmm. Because we play the role of, um, of a specialist, of a professional, of a consultant. Mm -hmm. But uh, for a coach, it is so important to remember that people have their own answers and we need to right. be able to just um, lead them there to the place where they will find their own answer. It's very difficult. And I see ego elimination process exactly in that one, not uh, assume that another person cannot deal without my help. They can. Uh -huh. Right, and right. And this is so hard sometimes because I think we come into this profession trying to help others. And then we need to stop ourselves from helping too much, you know? <laughs> right, right. That's the trick. <laughs> yeah, or learn how to help in the right way, right? Um, yeah. that's, yeah. that's an important point. I do find that if you ask questions, people do have their answers. Um, I think mm -hmm. it's more powerful to ask questions and let them find those answers themselves rather than offering them something externally. It's not that powerful. Maybe they will listen, you know, because they think, oh, this coach, maybe, uh, you know, if I listen to him, maybe he will help me or she will help me. This will help me improve my life. But it's um, it's powerful and more meaningful for the client if we ask them questions 
because it comes from inside and then they trust it and then it's sure that they're going to act on it. I think yeah, so. Absolutely. You see, yeah. that's, that's what this um, ineffective education system did to us and to our brains. We mm -hmm. continuously uh, search for someone who will help. When people come to me to work on their English, they think that I will solve their problems. Mm -hmm. I will do this for them, right? But the idea is, guys, you will do this for yourself. Yeah. Right? That's... Because our education system offers you a specific uh, unit of information and you have to take it in and then they're going to question you about this unit and you will have to answer those questions exactly as it was written there. Mm -hmm. That's all. Yeah. <laughs> in coaching, there will be questions that you had never considered in your life before. And you will have to start searching. And this is also work. And it's also, mm -hmm. um, it's very exciting, but it's also very difficult. Yes. And um, results will stay with you. They will be yours. That's why the, it's powerful. That's why it's working. Absolutely. Absolutely. Couldn't agree more. Uh, like you said, it is hard to find the answers of those questions. It is really hard. Yeah. And it is much more complicated than it seems. Yeah. And um, we also help them with life. It's not only language coaching. Language, you know, it Absolutely. just connects them yes. out connects us with them at a deeper level. Yes, absolutely. English for my clients is a kind of a side dish when <laughs> the main course is um, well-being, wellness. Right. Right. Transformation that leads you to a better quality of life generally. Mm -hmm. So it's cool. not really about English. <laughs> how, do you, how do you help people um, with well-being? Mm-hmm. Uh, there is no uh, specific tool that I could name and it would be clear for you, you know, how exactly I do that. Um, I think by helping them to be in touch with themselves at all times, knowing exactly what is happening with them. If you compare to teaching English, teacher will never ask you, how do you feel about this information? No. How do you feel <laughs> about this process? How do you feel about this vocabulary? <laughs> How do you yeah. feel about this video that we watched? You know, and I, I teach them to be in touch with their uh, feelings, in touch with their system, nervous system mm -hmm. at all times so they can trust themselves. And then when they go and face some challenging situations like presentation in English, right, to right. Uh, native speakers in business environment, uh, that's the situation that would usually trigger a lot of anxiety in them. I teach them how to be in touch with their own system so that they actually could have fun doing it. Mm -hmm. That's how cool. I guess um, I help them to improve the quality of living, well-being. That is being really amazing. Uh huh. Yeah, being in touch I with yourself. So. I think so. Sure. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, being in touch with yourself also means being self-aware, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yes. Definitely. Right. And being aware is being mindful. Is that right? Yeah, absolutely. Definitely. I do meditate um, with my clients. I talk about mindfulness a lot and I do it more and more. And I'm happy about it because uh, earlier it was a little bit harder. People mm -hmm. were not so ready to take this information in. But now I see that um, people are curious and they want to know, they want to experiment. And after they do, they see the results, they take mm -hmm. it in, they make it a part of their system. And it's amazing. Yeah. 
It's really yeah. great. Right. You said people were not ready to take this information in. Mm -hmm. What do you mean by yeah. that? Uh, I mostly work in Turkey. I live in Turkey for the mm -hmm. past 11 years. <laughs> It's my mm -hmm. home place right now. And uh, we'll people in that. Turkey, I guess, are not ready. Yeah, mm -hmm. at least they were not ready a few years ago. Uh, I, was, um, I was asking my clients to do breathing exercises, relaxation exercises. I could never say we will do meditation because I know that the reaction will be negative. Um, there is a wrong concept about meditation here, uh, or maybe at least we had it before, not anymore. Mm -hmm. That meditation is some kind of woo-woo, magical guru thing, fake mm -hmm. guru thing, you know. Yeah. And uh, that's why I was, for a long time, uh, I was calling it a breathing exercise. Mm -hmm. or concentration exercise but i was i would never use the word meditation uh -huh. simply to avoid this negative uh, inner reaction you know like this resistance that uh, could appear in the person yeah, yeah right now it's a little bit different people are open and they're experimenting and it works <laughs> yeah yeah totally people get hung up on that one word you know meditation and as i refer yeah. from your content um, there are myths about meditation yeah Mm -hmm. particular ones like, what do you mean sorry uh, there are like mm -hmm. myths, myths that people, right. people believe oh, right yeah. you know meditation is religious yeah. something like that exactly that's exactly bust. that's my yeah. uh, actually i made sorry yeah i made a series of uh, videos uh, debunking the myth uh -huh. um, exactly for this reason i wanted the people around me to start thinking in a different perspective about meditation Uh, the, uh, it's actually exercise for your brain. Think about that. You want to be uh, successful. You want to be smart. You want to be healthy. You have an exercise that can help you be that, right? Mm -hmm. So right. instead of thinking about it as something religious or something mystical or something that will um, take your attention uh, away from reality into no. some whatever <laughs> magic land. No, it's not. And also I really, I dislike... Um, meditations that uh, aim just imagination you know like beautiful story in your mind it's dreaming mm -hmm. it's called dreaming you know right but i think meditation is really an exercise mm -hmm. and it's yeah. a little bit difficult a little bit challenging and when you do it for the first time you will feel strange simply because you have never done it before right whatever totally. you do for the first time will feel strange that's yeah. all and um A lot of people believe that they do it wrong, that they don't reach the goal of meditation, which is to stop completely thinking. Guys, this is impossible. If you still think that you have to stop thinking, forget about it. It's like stop your heart from beating. You cannot do this. <laughs> It's not possible. So yeah. meditation doesn't have it as a goal. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. I think some control of your thoughts can be gained, but stopping your thoughts, no, nah, I don't think so. You know, that's not, not what possible. it is about. Yeah. observation right uh -huh. uh, you don't need to stop your thoughts you need to be able to observe them and be able to choose to continue or not to continue thinking this specific thought that's all when you get mm -hmm. your power power over just one thought it might be very important it might be um very emotional or it might be very creative whatever it can be something even very excited uh, sorry it, it can be something very exciting But if you have the control to decide right now, I'm in meditation and all I do is just breathing, 
I stop thinking about that right now. I will think about it after my meditation. I think that's the power you can gain as an observer of your mm-hmm. own mind. Absolutely. It's all about, you know, uh, it's like managing more than controlling, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. By the way, Catherine, uh, meditation, I, I've been reading Bhagavad Gita and I came across meditation. You know, it was called Dhyana Yoga. You know, Dhyana is something, uh, Dhyana is meditation. Really? Wow. Okay. Yeah. It's amazing. Uh, I will share it with you right now. Or um, please do, please. Yeah, and, whenever, whenever it's possible. Yeah, and the scripture mentions something about meditation. As meditation is when your ears don't hear anything, your eyes don't see anything, your nose doesn't smell anything, or you don't think anything. You're gone. Mm-hmm. There is only right. breathing. Right. Mm-hmm. That's one type mm-hmm. of meditation. There are lots of types of meditations and you can perform it mm-hmm, in mm-hmm. lots of ways. Mm-hmm. Um, I think yeah. that with deep and prolonged practice, mm-hmm. uh, you are reaching the space where you meditate just as you described. You yeah. are actually separating yourself from this world and you're getting into some very different state of being. And mm-hmm. it can happen probably through different kinds of meditations. You can yeah. do different types of meditation and reach the same space. And probably that's what ancient yogis would call meditation. But right now we call meditation a simple exercise that I will do for five minutes, mm-hmm. 10 minutes. And most probably my mind will not stop chatter in this mm-hmm. 10 minutes. It will not. Most yeah. probably I will still be digesting everything that happened to me during this day. You know, uh, I will not be able to, but we just call this exercise a meditation. It's not what ancient yogis would call a meditation. Uh, Mm -hmm. After you sit for a long time, after your body is trained, after your mind is trained. Yeah, you you can reach the state when you will basically leave your body. I mean, you will not be experiencing uh, the way we experience our physical state to be a human being. It will be something else. Your mind will be somewhere else. Definitely. Absolutely. Yeah, That's... and uh, if we do if we do our meditation a little bit longer, like up to an hour, most mm-hmm. probably you will have a glimpse of this state, and then you will understand what exactly it means. Yeah. But um, I wouldn't recommend you guys <laughs> for listening to us to uh, sit in meditation for one hour, one hour right away. If it's something, yeah, if you're a beginner, mm. please don't do that. <laughs> no. Uh, I think it's more important uh, to develop a habit. Mm-hmm. Then actually, like if, if you want to test it and yourself, your mind, and you want to, you know, experience whatever meditation can give you, okay, try. But um, you will most probably scare yourself, you know, because it's, yeah. it's hard. Your body is. is not ready to sit for one hour in uncomfortable position. No way. Uh, it, it's hard. It's very difficult. So yes. instead, just build a habit that will support you tr- through your daily hardships. Uh, through the daily stress and to develop habit better do less than you can but Mm -hmm. regularly right start with a few minutes extend it slowly get the best out of it right start with those incremental steps yeah yeah that help you stick to the habit and the benefits that it delivers are really amazing like even if you perform it for just five minutes like it, uh, yeah. you know, that chatter that we talked about, your stress is gone, your negative thoughts are gone, you feel like, oh, I'm recharged. You know, I just gained right. some energy back. Yes. And you don't even need minutes, you need even a few seconds to bring yourself into this state. If you know how to do this mm-hmm. mindfulness moment, 
can be enough if you do it a few times through the day, just becoming aware, just becoming uh, clearly aware of where you are, what you are, who you are right here and now, connect to yourself, continue. I heard about this exercise. It's called, uh, no, sorry, I will not be able to uh, tell you what's the name of it. I will describe it. That's okay. Uh, this is uh, the exercise for doctors. Um, it's, it's called 3P, but I think I forgot one of the P. <laughs> mm -hmm. One of the P's. Um, uh, the the meaning of the exercise is that bef um, between um, procedures, operations that the doctors have in a very chaotic and mm -hmm. um, challenging, stressful schedule, they yeah. do this mindfulness ex exercise when each time they touch the handle of the door, they have to become present. And it's 3P, pause, presence, proceed. Huh, I remember uh -huh. now. Uh, pause, presence, proceed. 3P exercise. Each time you touch the handle of the door, you become, you, you stop. First of all, you stop. The mm -hmm. whole system stops, everything, even thinking. You just become present. You just become aware of, uh, of yourself, where you are and what is happening. And then you proceed because you don't have time. You have to go and do your job, right? So right. Um, it helps the doctors to stay sane with everything wow. they do mm -hmm. and a hard job. Yeah, they are probably the people that need to be most aware <laughs> you cannot afford not being of course. aware. Of course. Yeah, absolutely. And, absolutely. Um, and also they work in extreme uh, uh, conditions. Yeah. Right? Remember the COVID hospitals when it was overloaded and uh, people had to work there all the time, being mm -hmm. stressed and also worried about their own health. Um, yeah, definitely. They're number one who needs uh, mm -hmm. mindfulness right now, I think. Absolutely. And um Meditation is able to give you that ability, you know, working under super chaotic conditions, but you are calm and cool and you're handling everything like piece of cake. Oh, it's easy. And when you Absolutely. are, you know, when you're yeah. re relaxed like that, then you are able to handle the situations. Otherwise, if you're panicked and if you if if those thoughts take over you, if you let them no, you can't mm -hmm. do what's right in the situation. So meditation. Oh, yeah. 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 Fog your yeah. brain. Uh, a lot of mistakes during decision making, not being connected to yourself. Um, unfortunately, it means that we will only think practically. We will try to think with our brain only, but mm. we are forgetting about another very important part of us, right? Which is heart, the intuition, heart. being human, mm -hmm. all the empathy, all the emotions that are all actually playing a huge role in our existence. Yeah. And we don't pay attention to them enough. So meditation helps you to connect your heart and brain and have decisions that are more profound and have longer results, longer positive consequences. Mm -hmm. I don't understand why people still don't meditate after we tell them so much to do. So, you know, <laughs> right. it's just sitting there and going to sleep, but not falling asleep, being conscious, your body falls asleep. It's relaxed, you know, and you're there. It is mm -hmm. almost near to falling asleep, you know, um, as you go deeper and deeper and deeper into the session, your body is super relaxed, you know, you don't have to move anything, super relaxed, it's almost like going mm -hmm. to the sleep, but at, in your head, you're super conscious, you're right there, you're not falling asleep, that's the difference, you know, sleep and meditation. Right, yeah, yeah. Why they... people do not do that? I think people have a lot of <laughs> unique reasons why they yeah. don't do that. Mm -hmm. I think uh, it could be that uh, it feels like a loss of control or 
you know, like I'm missing out on some uh, on on something that is happening right now. If I just decide to um, stop and you know switch off my devices, all the screens that I have, I might mm. miss on something, right? I yeah. have to go inside and also. It's very scary what is inside because your first attempt mm -hmm. in meditation most probably will, will feel um, that you're trying to get rid of and not think about. They will come during meditation. And this first experience, this first step scares a lot of people off. Um, but that's the point, you know, since we're not looking at those scary things. I know that in your videos and what you do, Shri, mm -hmm. you often say that pain is the resource pain is something very important we have to look mm -hmm. at pain we have to yeah. face pain right yes. because it's a resource of amazing transformation and that's what oh, tears yeah. people off because meditation yes. will cause you some emotional pain yeah and you have to accept that you have to live with that it will be emotionally uncomfortable for you right oh, so yeah. while we're trying to create this um, fake kind of uh, comfort by mm -hmm. just not looking at what's important and yes. what's bothering what we do, we're not uh, resolving this bothering issues. We're just uh, directing, sending them into subconscious. Yeah. And they continue ruling our life without us knowing about it. Oh, yeah, Problems definitely. Problems don't disappear. They don't, they don't go away. Mm -hmm. They're still present with you. So we have to look at them. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. That's a really profound point there. And it just changes people's li lives in big ways. You know, you said that people are yeah. scared to face what's inside them. And I think first step towards yeah. getting in touch with yourself is to shut off social media, put off your devices and be alone in a room with yourself and face that dark feeling inside you. And you have been avoiding it, but it's probably what you need the most. And you should probably start this. You should definitely stop distracting yourself with all those external distractions and connect with yourself. Mm -hmm. And that's the key to, to strength and to self-discovery and to yeah. self-mastery too. Also being self-aware. You will find what you're about, who you are, what your purpose is. Everything is hidden in there. If you just start looking inside, you will find it. Absolutely. Yeah, yes. totally. It's a, it's, a, it's a I think people are really wired, you know, I think people just don't know, you know, why they don't do it is um, no one teaches self-care, you know, how to take care of yourself physically yeah. or mentally. No one taught you that you should meditate or you should exercise every day. And it's probably good for people's business that people don't take care of themselves. <laughs> uh, it's good for a lot of other external, um, exactly. let's say, systems uh -huh. that would love to feed on you and yeah. use your resource, use your energy, use your um, thinking capacity, your brain capacity uh, for their purpose, yes. for whatever they want. Exactly. Yeah, so not thinking, person who is not connected to herself, himself, is a great um, resource for someone else. Oh, yeah. Weak person is also easily manipulated, can be easily manipulated, you know, and that's good. Mm -hmm. That's yeah. what they want. But you're also much more dangerous because you don't know what you're capable of and you don't know what's inside you. You know, yeah. Have you heard of David Goggins? No, no, no oh. I haven't. He is the best example. I'm sure you will tell me a little bit. Sure. Yeah. yeah, he's the product of 
um, self-discovery, you know, how he found himself. And he always tells you that you should shut, shut off technology if you want to find yourself, because you cannot find mm -hmm. yourself with all these distractions. And even you have to go away from all the people. You have to be alone with yourself if you want to find yourself. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, that's the only way we're going to be able to face our fear of being alone by being alone, by going away from everybody, because you cannot find yourself if because, you know, peer pressure and all of those things, you cannot be you with all of those yeah. people. So if you want to find yourself, you have to be alone and shut down technology. That's the first thing. And also people think, oh, it's boring. Something like uh, reading a book or meditation. Oh, it's so boring. Why? Because you don't get that instant gratification like you get when you open right. your phone and hit your, uh, you know, open your Instagram. It's like that happy chemical, you know, dopamine, but that's mm -hmm, not, mm -hmm. that's not what you get by reading a book or yeah. habits like meditation. So people are attracted Absolutely. to these self-destructive things so easily. This is my main problem with technology. Actually, not with technology. Technology is amazing if we know what to do with that. Yes. Uh, my problem with people who create this technology, who work on this technology, my problem is with that because they continue um, creating a shorter and shorter attention span for people, mm. right? Having a lot of things popping up, changing, you know, change. and, and now that I'm working on my content, I have to do that too. And I hate it because if I just do a content that would feel right in my own tempo, mm. uh, in my own um, speed, uh, expressing whatever I believe should be expressed, people will not consume it. They will not read mm. it. They will not watch it because yeah. it's a competition uh, right. for attention of the uh. person. And the brighter, the shorter, the louder this thing is, the more attention it gets, mm -hmm. unfortunately. Absolutely. And human beings can only develop when they can focus on something for longer time. Yes. So the only way for us to grow to to dive in something, in, in a book, in a sphere of um, work. You know, mm -hmm. if you want to become good at programming, you have to spend hours and hours doing that, right? So you yeah. need to be able to focus and dive into this activity. And the modern way we use technology doesn't help us. It actually no. destroys our mental functions, Absolutely. the way our brain can function. Oh, yeah. It's it's. It is trying to do exactly what you and me are trying to do here. You know, we are trying to connect people with themselves and they are trying to take care that people don't uh, get in touch with who they really are, you know, because that attention right. that you said, that's what helps Insta things like Instagram get make money, you know, make more business attention. Your attention is valuable. <clears throat> Excuse me. You also said about what's, uh, what's loud gets more attention. You know, what upsets you gets much more, um, uh, causes much more engagement of people. And that's what, that's mm -hmm. the thing also with the news. You know, that's why they mm -hmm. uh, only keep showing you the bad, the worst. Yeah. And people stick to the screen as an effect. Uh, it's not a surprise. We need to, we have to, we need to, uh, this is, this is who we are. This is what we mm -hmm. are. Um, we take, if we consider what the brain does for us, 
we are smarter than other animals simply because we can remember more. And yeah. then the functions of our brain allow us to, to, to make a prognosis, to analyze what was and uh, assume what can be in the future. That's the, this is the only thing that makes us um, you know, progress as we do right now, ability of our brain uh, to look at the past, analyze it, and find the, the way for us to be in the future, which is the most beneficial yeah, yeah, for our totally. survival. Absolutely, right. looking into the past, because past is your teacher. You know, what made us who we are. It's important, absolutely. And it's important to go back to some of our good old ways, you know, that will probably help us, like, like hard work, mm -hmm. like consistency, and not believing in the microwave mentality. You know, like every, you need everything instantly. People need everything instantly. Mm -hmm. They don't, they're mm -hmm. not patient. I okay. guess so. Yeah. It's true. I think you, uh, are you an intuitive person, by the way? Um, I hope so. <laughs> I hope so. Um, I'm trying to hone my intuition and develop it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Have you ever searched your personality type? Yeah. What is it? Yeah. Uh, mediator. I am a mediator. Aha. <laughs> uh -huh. Okay. Um, I, will, I cannot remember all the letters right now. There are four letters, right? Yeah. Um, introverted. Yes, that's for sure. Sorry. Like I, I need to I need to find it again. Yeah, it's okay, no problem. <laughs> I really don't remember it right now. <laughs> well, talking to you, I'm sure that you have uh, intuition, and for sure, you do have N, right? I'm sure. Um, mm -hmm. you, yeah, from what from the words that you are using, and from the message that you are delivering right now, I'm sure you have really deep and meaningful and helpful messages for the world um, these these thoughts are always in your head right about world about what uh, people should course. be doing yeah. Yeah. yes yeah. that's in that's called yeah. introverted intuition that's me too mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. wow yeah and we get worried about the world and about the people and what's going on and we, sh we mm -hmm. always find out the solutions for the problems and how everything should be done in this way so that it will be better for people in future right Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. That's what's going on in our head all the time. This is the energizer. Yeah. This is the engine yeah. uh, that probably fuels all my ideas and everything I mm -hmm. do. Yeah. There is this background thought that it should be changing and something in people, in, in people, because we will not be able to change anything outside of us if we mm. cannot first change ourselves. So yeah, different mindset. I really, um, I really hope for a huge mindset shift happening. Uh, it is happening. I mean, it's not like I hope for it. I just want to see more of it. <laughs> but it uh -huh. is already definitely happening. The mindset mm -hmm. shift that um, will have the profound effect on how we live and how we interact with the earth. Do you think it's happening? I am sure it's happening. Yeah. Thanks to the internet, thanks mm -hmm. to all the information we can get in right. the last, um, I'm, I'm not sure, like 10 years, I think 10 years ago, 2012, we can remember that, right? 2012. Um, yeah. We were expecting, I don't know what we were expecting. My calendar mm. was finishing, you know, we were expecting <laughs> something. I remember myself at that point, exactly in December, like maybe exactly 10 years ago. Mm. I remember that point. 
and um, the world and me myself were nothing like today. Today, I have much more hope and I see a lot of beautiful things happening. People around me are changing and I think it's wonderful. I'm very hopeful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It doesn't mean that things will be easy uh, and I don't think that the world will magically change. I think no. uh, since we are not ready to change through direct enlightenment by just uh, contemplating and like through deliberation, right? Mm -hmm. Most probably we will have to change through pain. (laughs) And that's what is happening. We're changing through pain. There are two ways. You can change through pain or you can change through directly through enlightenment, Uh right? But we're not ready. We're not there yet. We're not developed so much. Mm -hmm. That's okay. We are where we are. That's our place here. It's okay. Yeah. Uh, But we will have to go through pain. Yes. And we will probably have to create different relationships with pain. Um, Yes. Understand it as a very wise teacher and uh, feel respectful towards pain. Yes. And I, yes, I'm very hopeful. (laughs) Absolutely. I totally agree with you. Pain, it better be your best friend. You know, yeah, there is a lot of it. There is a lot of it. But and by the way, comfort should be your worst enemy. And if oh, you no. yeah, and doesn't matter if you go through pain or if you choose the path of comfort, there will be suffering in both of those ways. On the path of comfort, there will be pain of regret. That's much more worse, I guess. You know, at mm-hmm. the end of your life, mm-hmm. looking bad, regret is much more worse. And the path of pain, it's good. That's where victory is at. Right. It's a, it's a suffering of a growth, you know, pain exactly. of growth. There is a reward. You're transforming, you're growing and it hurts and it's fine. Uh-huh. Yeah. But with comfort, you know, it's very hard to not be comfortable in the society that uh, puts comfort first. Yes. Everything is, all this technology is created for our comfort. Our smart houses are very comfortable. We want to be not cold um, in winter, not hot in summer. We have comfort. You know, comfort mm-hmm. is everywhere. It's like the first thing. Yeah. You want comfortable cloths. You want comfortable, you know, like comfort is different. Cars. <laughs> you mm. want comfortable car. You know, yeah. things should be comfortable. And yeah. now that you say, actually, comfort is your worst enemy. It's so hard to not be comfortable or to not want to be comfortable when everything around you tells you, well, buy comfort. Mm-hmm. Be comfortable. <laughs> Exactly. (laughs) And they're trying to sell you the comfort and happiness. That's the thing. When it's an illusion, you shouldn't be trying to be happy in life. When you can be something better, you know, through that path of pain and overcoming and achieving, there is a feeling of invincibility or blissfulness is available. Why chase happiness? It's pretty temporary. There is um, the... Yeah, the misery is self-evident in in pleasures. You know, as soon as you detach um, yourself from those objects of pleasure or comfort, boom, you're hit with a pang of misery. You know, it's pretty temporary. The, and the more people feel bad, the, the more they consume or indulge. And this evil cycle goes on, but they need to realize, oh, comfort is not my best friend, although it feels good. But in the long term, it's doing more damage Mm -hmm. than good. Repeating an activity that you know is good for you, it's very difficult. It's so hard. But then when the time passes, uh, you can uh, be very comfortable doing this thing. You don't take any energy from it. You work on improving your English. And then at some moment, you uh, you just start speaking English without having any discomfort. You know, it's just something you do. But you have to create it. 
when you pay money to get the instant comfort, it lasts what I don't know, like for one day. If you like, how long do you enjoy your new phone? How long does it take mm. you to actually feel great about your new, yeah. you know, product that you bought? So <laughs> one day, probably, maybe probably. even less, you know, like yes. five minutes. And then you're just yeah. looking at it like, okay, now I have uh, it. Yeah. <laughs> now what? I'm not you sure know, I needed what? it. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. You know, you buy something new and that, that, that hit of dopamine and five minutes later, now what? You know, now buy something again. Yeah, and we're hooked on this uh, chemical reaction also happening yeah. in the brain. We're really hooked on it. Mm-hmm. We're like junkies of dopamine <laughs> exactly yeah you know the dopamine, pinocchio serotonin. absolutely pinocchio on you know the pleasure island fool on the pleasure island wow uh, if you if you watch that movie did you watch it i have no but it sounds okay. great it's it's an old movie full of psychological lessons but yeah that's the thing people are you know uh, hooked like you said on this evil cycle and this continues the more they consume of the what feels good in the moment uh the more emptier sorry the emptier they become inside the more we seek mm-hmm. from outside mm-hmm. yeah totally it's it's yeah we need to enlighten people and like you said uh people transform in two ways it's through pain or through enlightenment like through actual knowledge i think um people that are a little experienced and know a little about life will understand that it is better to learn because it's productive uh, it's 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 better to learn from other people or through resources and not try to figure out everything on your own because it's it takes too long mm-hmm. you know those people that have already right. come from pain but but the other people you know they're mm-hmm. cocky <laughs> they won't understand this lesson that they need to educate themselves until they they're faced with some some kind of pain of life i think so right. now we understand you know you and me that uh, and people like us that we need to educate ourselves through books or through um, through experts or through great people, and we to, we need to learn because knowledge is the key to enlightenment. But not everyone is educating themselves because yeah, mm-hmm. they just haven't understood it. You know, yeah. I would say that it's not just knowledge; it's uh, self knowledge a lot. It's uh, it's not just something external. Um, if, if, when you say knowledge, I imagine a lot of people imagining that it's about something you can just get from the outside and it's going to transform you, but you have to apply it somehow. You have mm-hmm. to make it uh, your own. If you don't, then, mm, well, it doesn't work this way. It's something that is happening in you. This internal mm-hmm. process makes you grow. This internal process uh, makes you enlightened. It's not a book of enlightened person that you read and you become enlightened. No, No, it doesn't happen this way. You can read a lot of books and you will be the same as you were yesterday. But when life offers you a test, and I believe life offers us tests all the time, like on a daily basis. And this time you will catch yourself doing the same automatic thing, but you will choose a different path this time. That's when you have internalized this knowledge that you got from outside. And that's when you will become a little bit more enlightened, uh-huh. right? When you internalize this knowledge, when you actually make a step to change something in yourself. Right. Absolutely. Listening to the knowledge is not enough. You apply it. Not enough. Yeah. Although right. it's also very important for us, but yeah, yeah not enough. <laughs> right. Like you said, the book is not going to make you enlightened. The book may show you how to be enlightened or give exactly. you tips. It may give you the Maybe. spark. Yeah. 
yeah, give you the taste of how it could uh -huh. be, you know, like if you don't know the destination, you will probably not get there. So reading the book of a person who is enlightened, you will get the taste of it, how exactly yeah. it could be, right? So yeah. you know where to bring yourself next time. Yeah, it's like the how-to for the recipe. It's not yeah. going to prepare the dish for exactly. you. Yeah. <laughs> <It's all laughs> That's not. a good example. Yeah. But, it did. And I'm a terrible yeah. cook, so it actually. <laughs> 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 yeah, <laughs> absolutely. But people don't even know that. You know, they don't even know to educate themselves. They don't know how to do it, but they also don't educate themselves. And when I use words like educate yourself or knowledge, the first thing that comes to their mind is what they teach us at schools, universities, and colleges. No, that's not what I'm referring to. <laughs> that's not the, no. the knowledge for life. I don't think so. I think that's what is uh, causing um, people to continue on that cycle that we said mm -hmm. in the first mm -hmm. place. That should change. Absolutely. Yeah. They should include education about life, about these things, about mindset, and about humans Absolutely. and human mind and enlightenment and all of these things. Can you imagine how many problems will be prevented, not solved, prevented mm -hmm. by educating mm -hmm. people on the right thing in their earlier years? No bad human being will be manufactured through the system. Right. Yeah. I don't remember whose words were these. Maybe um, Dalai Lama maybe said that uh, we will, if every person on earth meditates we will eliminate war in two generations mm -hmm. yes we can do a lot with simple meditation you know uh, maybe before it was an excuse when before internet we could have this excuse saying that people are actually surviving they mm -hmm. don't have um, enough books or money to buy books or they don't have good teachers around them who would uh, make them contemplate on the world, on themselves, on the things around. Some people have this urge to observe and analyze and think, you know, like create something out of it. Some people mm. don't have this urge probably, so they need maybe someone who will show it to them, explain it to them. Mm. But uh, now we have internet. Yeah. And unfortunately, even in the worst uh, places on earth that you can imagine right now, when people live in terrible conditions and a state of war, in a state of hunger or sickness, you can see yeah. them with mobile phones. Mm -hmm. You yeah. can see a very poor person in the destroyed city with a mobile phone. Yes, true, true. Right? So now we have this instant uh, access to information. Yeah. Everyone, almost almost everyone on this planet has it, really. Yeah. And it's our responsibility now to use it. Yeah, totally. But of course, first to, you know, gain some pleasure, a little bit of pleasure, you know, like we need it because life is, can be very harsh. So people mm -hmm. who get this opportunity, they probably play some games on the phones. I don't know what they do. First, <laughs> you know, talk to people they love. I don't know. Like they do probably, they use technology for pleasure. But then after a while, you start asking yourself, okay, this thing gives me a lot of opportunities. What can mm -hmm. I do with them? Absolutely. Here? You know, there are a lot of uh, intelligent people on the planet who are creating amazing things right now. Yeah. It's so exciting to see them writing those books, making those videos, talking about, you know, building houses that are completely organic, for example. This is mm. something that really makes me tick. <laughs> uh, it's called Earthships. If you haven't um, uh -huh. checked it, please do. Sure. Everyone who might listen to this, Earthships. It's, um, um, it's like something opposite to this technological hell that we are creating right now. Yeah. <laughs> with the metaverse and all kind of stuff. 
like that. <laughs> but uh, yeah, yeah we, totally, we have totally. this. Yeah, we we have this opportunity. We have it. Really, it's there, right here, already yeah. today. We have it. So let's use it. Let's use it. Whenever I think about our global situation, where we are right now, what is happening, how we're governed. Mm-hmm. Um, what kind of terrible things happen in different parts of the planet again and again. Um, it always brings me to the same point in the end. We can have long discussions with my friends, you know, or maybe even with my clients on such topics. But then it always comes to one point. We need global values. We need things to believe in all together, something mm-hmm. that will have common sense. Yeah. Common sense. Do you know what it is? I mean, I think a lot uh-huh. of people don't even think about it. It's so important. Common sense. It means it's just clear and understandable and right for everyone because it has sense. Yes. You know, so we need to have some values that each of us uh, will be holding dear. Right. Each of us. And then we will start moving very quickly in whatever direction we choose. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then we won't be producing the hell that we are producing now without it, without that sense. Exactly. And the thing that you said about technology, it's completely up to us how we use it. You know, you can choose choose to spend your time all day with some cheap-ass entertainment, which is also available on the internet, or you can choose to educate yourself and learn new things and get ahead and do something good for everyone else around you and also for yourself. It's completely up to you. It's, it's, yeah, it's up to you. It's how you use it, how you choose to use it. It's right there. Yeah. Remember that um, the most important things that you can do is benefit others. Like if you, if you direct your search, your thinking process onto how to benefit people around me, my family, how to benefit community that I'm living in if you mm-hmm. start including into your search this idea that I'm here also to do something good for bigger for bigger scope for bigger group of people um, then I think you will start growing really quickly because you will get a lot of information that will inspire you to take action to contemplate mm-hmm. to think about it absolutely absolutely and also the pr- unnecessary problems that are created or that are born of ignorance won't be created in your life and you will continue on the good path right. of life. Yeah, absolutely. You know, when, when you're stuck in a bad place in life, if you don't have a mentor or if you don't have anyone that guides you how to get through it, you probably become hateful and angry and resentful and all of those things. But, you know, if you go on internet and if you listen to people that have been through um, a keen situations to what you're going through or probably the worst, then they show you, oh, there is power in adversity. And if you overcome it on the other side, there's going to be better things. And then you go to work. Oh, okay. Then, you know, it gives you a new perspective. So it's about how you use the internet. It can change your life it, or it can work against you. Exactly. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, even if you don't have anyone around you, I mean, right now it's not a problem anymore, really, with the internet. You can always have someone sharing their wisdom with you. Um, yeah. But it's not necessary to get bitter and hateful in a tough situation. I think in this moment, all you need to do is just continue breathing. Just take take the next breath 
and it will pass after a while. You know, like uh, this is it can be a very intense state of pain, but if you just continue breathing through that, it changes. Something changes in your mind. I don't know, mm-hmm. you get more positive hormones uh, reaching the places in your brain where they should be and you feel better. So I think believe in yourself, you can. If you're mm-hmm. going through something hard, I think that's the thought that was supporting me for a very long time when I actually felt very alone and I really didn't have the resources maybe at that time to deal with uh, with my problems. But I always felt that if it is given to me, this experience, it's only because I can go through that. This is the mm-hmm. only reason why I'm going through mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Maybe it's like a little bit like philosophical uh, outlook on life, but it's true. Why not? If it helps you, if it helps you survive, you know, why not? <laughs> it can sure. be anything. <laughs> if it works, yeah, it's it's probably the truth. If it works and and doesn't harm anyone around you, yeah, mm-hmm. this yeah. is the way. <laughs> right, right. The way that is good for you and also good for everyone else. Totally. If it's That's not good right. for others, it's not good no. for you as well. I think we need to no, have it exactly. as a principle. If it's not good for others, it cannot be good for me because we no. are the same. We're one and the same. We're the same cells yes. of one bigger organism. True, true, <laughs> true, true, true. So if you harm another cell, you can never be happy. You can never be satisfied <laughs> with that. It's not possible you're harming <laughs> yourself. You think that you're harming another physical body, but no, you're mm-hmm. not. You're actually harming your own yourself. physical body. You just don't see it. Yes. You don't see it, but we are connected, right? Like go, totally. go into physics deeply, into quantum physics and try to understand what physical body is. Mm-hmm. Right? Absolutely. Nothing. Yeah. It's just an illusion. We yeah. are one big thing, one big organism. Absolutely. And this body wasn't there yesterday and it won't be there tomorrow it is here for a temporary <laughs> fraction of a this second moment exactly so better sit in meditation and connect to it while you have this yeah chance. <laughs> totally <laughs> that's true this is an opportunity <laughs> you know if you could be a cat or you could be a dog but you're this human you have this opportunity to meditate and to develop this consciousness or to connect with yourself you should probably take advantage of it totally yeah Absolutely. Right. And would it say we have one in a million chance to be born as a human being? You're right. And even less chance to be able to um, do the spiritual practice because not every human being is in the situation that they can do this. Some people are just, well, they, they cannot, they don't have a chance to, to meditate. You know, Absolutely. not every person on earth has this opportunity. First of all, they don't know about it. They might mm. be in a really hard survival mode yeah. right now something terrible might be happening around them. They might live uh, in a country that has very strict um, religious uh, rules and mm-hmm. traditions, and that will not be okay for them to even try meditation. You yeah. know? So, I mean, uh, there are so many reasons for people not to meditate, but there are mm-hmm. even more reasons to do so. So if you have this chance, right. if you actually have this opportunity, physically, you have the opportunity to sit right now you know, make mm-hmm. a pause, even stop whatever you're listening, right? Right now, you're listening to us, just stop it and take one minute of breathing, of conscious breathing. Yeah, totally. You know, um, I meditated 15 here, minutes. We will not go. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. I, I, did, I did my meditation 15 minutes in the evening before I joined you. So yeah, we need, mm-hmm. we don't need to go. That's for sure. Yeah, right, totally. right. You know, I meditated before our meeting as well. Uh, usually I meditate in the morning, but uh, not always. Sometimes uh, my morning practice is different and meditation then moves to another time of the day. Mm-hmm. But I do meditate uh, every day and it's been quite a while already. And I think that's the way I like it. That's the way it should be. I like it. 
It's discipline. It makes me more conscious, more present in whatever I do. It improved my relationships with people in my life. It improved my work, uh, improved my productivity, improved my mental health enormously. So it's not something I want to stop doing. Sometimes I have breaks. I might not meditate for a while because I'm a human being. I'm faulty, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, yeah. but I feel like this is something I will always return to because it makes sense to me. I feel this benefit. Well, it's present. I can experience this benefit. Everything around me tells me that, okay, everything I have right now is because I meditate. Right. What is your meditation routine? Oh, different. So, so different. You know, after so many years, and I've been meditating probably for six or seven years now. And I think uh, first I've been just searching. I've been trying uh, different kinds, types, people, guides, you know, like my own capacity, what I can do without any voice in my ears, with music, without music, in the nature, in the house, indoors. You know, like I was just trying to understand what it's like, what it means. And Mm -hmm. then I just decide for myself. I set goals for myself. Sometimes I choose a specific type of meditation and I do it for a month. Or um, I ask myself every day what I need right now and I do that. So I cannot Mm -hmm. really tell you there is no specific routine. It's uh, just for me, meditation space means I am connected to myself right now. And there is some uh, internal goal in me that mm, I am pursuing with meditation. If I need to relax because my body doesn't feel well, I will connect to my body and relax. Uh, If I need to feel better mentally, I will do something to feel better mentally. I mean, it can be breathing practice. It can be moving meditation, like dance or like yoga, or it, it can be like anything, you know, it can be absolutely, meditation can be anything. Beautiful. Mm-hmm. It can be anything. Totally. Uh, for me, it's working out you know, meditation. It's also, it's kind of meditation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, it anything... is, you're connected to your body, you're listening exactly. to your muscles and how they work, how yeah. your body is actually constructed. And breathing is also very important when you work mm-hmm. out. So you connect Absolutely. the whole system with your breath. It's wondrous, beautiful meditation. <laughs> it's it's the most um, powerful type of meditation that I have tried. After I work out, like, your head is clear, no negative thoughts. That chatter mm. is gone. Yeah. You're calm. It's totally calm. Like it's like good night, you know? And you can make it's, decisions. Oh wow. <laughs> also in the evening. <laughs> yeah. Nice. And it it's I think it brings the true self in you um up, you know? And it mm-hmm. eliminates el- eliminates the traumas, the fears, and the negativity that usually control you do the controlling it eliminates all that and after working out that hour or two before you know that negativity comes on it's like uh, invincibility that's its own form of meditation yeah why not i guess some people will understand maybe not everyone but some people of Mm -hmm. course yeah yeah. Well, I think for everyone, there is a certain type of meditation that will suit them the best. And I think mm-hmm. you can just try to explore whatever there is and whatever works for you. And it's also okay if it will change. Like my experience proves that um, I cannot do the same thing all the time. I want to change it. I want to change yeah. my goal, change the way I do it. It's okay. Whatever works for you, you know, like meditation mm-hmm. can be. Uh, important is that it's always time for you. You can turn off the world for a while 
-hmm. other people and whatever is connecting you to that world and only take care of yourself. And then when Mm -hmm. you do that, when you consciously give yourself permission to listen to yourself, to care for yourself, to love yourself, to pay attention to yourself, you kind of don't need it from other people anymore. No, you're right. Your strength is that you are giving yourself everything Mm -hmm. you need. So your meditation time is the time when you will take care of yourself for for real. You will see yourself for who you are. And then it makes you invincible, really. It makes you fearless. (laughs) It makes you so strong. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, totally. I think that's a really important point. Everything you need is right there inside you. You know, you Mm -hmm. just never give yourself a chance to connect with yourself. From morning to the nighttime, if you stick to your your phone screen, you'll probably never get the taste of what's inside you. You know, we probably think that I crave the most love from someone else and I need Mm -hmm. him or her to make me happy. But I think it's you that is missing taking Mm -hmm. care of yourself and uh, doing what's necessary for you. Yeah. That's how we destroy our relationships. Yes. By expecting things from another person. Mm -hmm. I think the best relationship that can ever exist uh, is when uh, two people that are completely full on their own, they're just complete, you know, they're just whole. They just get together to share the best of what they have. Absolutely, totally. What I mean by happy, I'm not referring to that temporary sense of pleasure as happiness. If you want to be at peace with yourself, you can do it right now. You don't need anything from outside, anything. It's not other people, not material things. You can do it completely by yourself. It's inside you. You just need to connect with it through meditation. That's the only way, you know, that's the only way. It can be done in a second. You remember I said about this exercise 3P. You just need to become present. You just need to realize that, oh, I have a body and my body is doing this right now. And my body is breathing also. And I can just observe it. I don't have to breathe consciously. Even if I forget to breathe, my body does it for me. So become curious because breath is an amazing gate that brings you actually here into your life. You have your breath going on automatically from the moment you were born until the moment you will die. Breath is the only thing that is there from the first till the last moment. Mm-hmm. And we are not paying enough attention to this, such mm-hmm. kind of like important thing, right? Yeah. Kind of an important thing, but we're Absolutely. not paying attention to this. So just become curious, just um, feel your breath, notice it, you know, like observe it for a while, mm-hmm. give the respect and attention that it deserves. Mm-hmm. Without even you consciously thinking about it, your body will do this job for you. So just not sit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And that's the that's the meditation. Even if you do it yeah. for a very short time, that's what will help you come back to yourself, to the peace of your mind. Mm-hmm. You know, to, to the connection to yourself. Yeah. Oh yeah, the the rhythmic breathing exercise. Yeah, yeah. That's also its own kind of meditation, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. totally. Mm-hmm. It or- is. I, I'm sure it is. Right. Yeah, totally. And for those folks that won't meditate, even after listening to us, there's one other way. (laughs) Um, Just start, just start uh, spending more time with yourself, more alone time, eliminate all the distractions, no music, no social media, no friends, and it will start coming to you automatically. You know, it's waiting there. Right. 
thank God you finally paid attention to me. You know, right there, it's inside you. You will connect with yourself. So yeah, more alone time. The children in our family, they cannot stand being bored. They just cannot stand it. They get so upset and so anxious if they get bored. And they get bored so quickly also, you know, like as soon as you turn off the cartoon, they get bored. Mm. And I'm I'm afraid that uh, this is what we're going through. Like being bored is probably one of the um, most resourceful states we start creating when we're bored. Like yeah. if there is nothing, there, if there is no input, you create yeah. the output. You start creating. There is a yes. thought that belongs actually to you, right? Like was born in you mm-hmm. or there is a thing that you actually make, create, do. Mm-hmm. So being bored is a very resourceful state and we should probably uh, you know, be okay with being bored. You know, like we're very unpopular. So we, we say, don't be comfortable, be bored. Be bored. <laughs> what kind of life is it? Yeah. Actually, guys, it's an amazing life. Really, if you agree to uh, be uncomfortable and bored, you're the winner. I mean, you can transform your reality. You can do whatever you want. Mm-hmm. Be bored Absolutely. and uncomfortable. <laughs> totally, totally. Yeah, I think um, that's how everything begins. That's how I began. That's how I find my found myself. You know, when you are bored... A lot of people have found their purpose in the lockdown when they were forced to spend time with Mm -hmm. themselves like never before. Then they got extremely bored when they had to find something for them. And then they found it that just changed their life that made them a completely different person, completely new thing. There have been some people that I talked to on the podcast previously and they said that, you know, in the lockdown, I found this and then I started doing this. This became a purpose. I never knew this was inside me because you never. Can you say this about yourself? Oh. For me, it was not in the lockdown, but it was through mm-hmm. darkness. It was through being lost that I found myself through the darkness, through the depression, yeah. through the pain, so, through the mm-hmm. loneliness. You know, you have to be lost in order to be found. And in order to be lost, you <laughs> have to go away from those distractions. Yeah, that's the only way you can find yourself. I think that's being that's what being a human is. You know, you need to connect with everything that's inside you. And the only way you're not going to be afraid of anything, the only way you're going to be able to overcome those fears of loneliness, of darkness inside you is to face it voluntarily. So that so mm-hmm. that uh, so that we can go back to what you said becoming a complete person that you don't need anyone to comfort you or to solve your problems or to to help you in anything you become completely self i don't remember the word you become independent let's say when it comes to taking care of mm-hmm. yourself completely mm-hmm. holistically yeah. yeah comprehensive whatever yeah whatever you want to say you know, you don't need right, uh, right. anyone to emotionally comfort you. You don't need anyone. Uh, you don't need anything. You don't need those material things to make you happy. Yeah, you are a free person. And I think that's that's a better life. We can have a better life that way. I think it makes you invincible, you know? Sure. It makes you strong. You're a survival. Whatever life turns out to be. And now we are living in a highly uh, uncertain environment and we don't mm-hmm. know what kind of news we're going to receive uh-huh. next week we don't know that i mean like seriously uh-huh. anything can happen don't you think after 2020 that anything can happen we're anything. living in a very uncertain environment Absolutely. but 
it doesn't yeah. mean that you have to feel bad about it. Mm-hmm. You know, you no. can be doing whatever you're supposed to be doing and feel great about it. Mm-hmm. And yeah. that's the way probably we can turn these events to something better as a collective doing whatever we are supposed to be doing. Totally. You know, through connection to, to yourself. And yeah, and this, this way you're actually preparing yourself for those unpredictable events of the chaotic life because there is a lot of chaos, like you said. You never know what next second might be bringing to you. It's completely unexpected. But you're ready for life. You're not distracted. And, you know, when you're distracted, you're already running away from those, those feelings inside you. Mm-hmm. And fear is worse than death. That's the thing. And if you face them voluntarily, if you prepare yourself as a human being, if you develop your character like a warrior, you are ready for whatever life throws at you. Whatever horrible event is coming next, because horrible events are going to be there for everyone. Even if your life is good right now, probably there is something catastrophic that's coming. It's for sure, you know, because that's the case in life. And so it's better that we prepare ourselves through these daily habits, by the way. You know, that's how we prepare mm-hmm. ourselves. Becoming that person is that you are able to help other people after you become that. You know, that's also another thing. Right. Yeah. You can use your experience <laughs> to create something that can be helpful for others or simply yes. telling your story that can help others who are going through something similar. Mm-hmm. Definitely. I mean, that's probably... Um, that's probably the whole meaning of these hardships. Yeah. Right. Absolutely. You're first of all, you're growing over it. You become stronger than this. And then yeah. you can be an example for someone else, or you can provide uh, another one with hope or confidence that it's possible to do that because you know, you did it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. And then um, I think that's the hero. That's the hero, right? You mm-hmm. know, facing mm-hmm. that chaos. Mm-hmm. And then you can go right. in the world with your sword and then you can, um, what do we say, transform that chaos into order. Yeah. Nice. And do the same <laughs> for other people. But you need to, Good that word. starts with you though. Transform yeah. the chaos into order. Look at that. It's so cool. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. It is so. But you need to take care of the chaos that's inside you first. Yeah. Mm, I don't <laughs> think that complete order is possible. I mean, no. mm-hmm. No, not completely. I think your order, whatever you create from time to time will fall apart into chaos. Yes. Uh, to kind of renew mm-hmm. the way you perceive life. I find that uh, all these technological terms are so applicable for humans. I just love it because each time it works and you can imagine very clearly what happens to you. You know, totally. I think we, we're creating technology based on what we are. So, yeah, we can have this analogy. Yeah, you need to get an update. So whatever order you create will be destroyed after a while. And it's better not to be attached to this order either. Yeah. Um, it's great to have discipline. It's great to have plan. It's great to have mm. like certain steps. But most probably it will not be forever. Yeah, you're right. You know, things tend to no. destroy themselves after a while. <laughs> Nothing is permanent. You're right. And uh, yeah, it will fall apart. Doesn't matter what you um, build. And like you said, yeah. It's not going to last forever. I just had an important point on my mind. I just lost it. It's okay. It will come back. No problem. It will come back. Well, Catherine, we just did nearly an hour and a half. Wow, really? I haven't noticed. 
<laughs> yeah. I think um, we probably need a lot of podcast sessions to be able to complete. We can, we can do it again. Yeah, absolutely. Definitely. We definitely. need to. Yeah, absolutely. We didn't well, have any specific topic. We just went through everything, whatever is there right now, you know, like all the most important things. So, yeah, I think it could take a pretty long time. <laughs> yeah. A specific topic is pretty boring. You know, this is life. Life, right. life is a topic you know and i think no, people need this the most more than anything because not a lot of people mm -hmm. are talking about it well you can go also very deep in specific topics you know like it's just the right. starting point but uh, infinite in, infinite ideas right yes infinite opinions absolutely infinite lessons to learn mm -hmm. i mean <laughs> totally you're right yeah we can go over specific topics of life like you know what to do if you break up what happens if you lose someone infinite topics you're right totally okay catherine thank you so much for joining me today and please keep spreading your positivity and inspiration we just appreciate appreciate your work so much we need it please keep doing what you're doing thank you sri well i'm really happy to have this chat and i see that we are really we clicked and we understand each other and feel each other so it's cool and i hope that we will just keep in touch you know uh building whatever we want to build together knowing that we are together in this knowing that we have each other we might be very far physically we are very far from each other we're in different places on this planet yeah. but it doesn't matter because this is the tribe i feel like this is the tribe i always needed this tribe and i thought before that is going to be physically around me but mm -hmm. apparently this tribe is just spread all over the planet for me. And um, I just, I really need to know that it exists. That's why I speak about it. I'm telling you, mm -hmm. it exists. This tribe exists. We are in it together. We're working towards um, the same vision. We can have our own perspectives, but we're working towards the same vision. That's why I'm hopeful. That's why I know it's happening. And definitely I will continue spreading my, my <laughs> content and my ideas, definitely, because um, that's, that's the way for me to be right now. That's, um, that's where I get uh, all my positive emotions from. And um, I also get the feeling that I'm doing something important. And it's so, like, it's, it's a very important thing for each of us. So, mm -hmm. Yeah. And I think, guys, uh, you need to be doing the same. You need to be speaking up and you need to be sharing whatever you have inside and sharing your stories and not be afraid of being judged because who cares, you know? Like, yeah. even if you judge me, I'm fine with that. I mean, it's fine. Uh, so, yeah, just it's speak great. up and know that you are not alone. Yeah. Absolutely. Just put your life on the billboard, on the busiest time. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I exist. I'm here. And I believe yeah. in this yeah <laughs> and i don't care what you think it is what it is it yeah. is what it is that's my favorite phrase it is what it is it is what it is accept, accept it. it as it is because yeah. it is as it is yeah, yeah exactly there's nothing you can do about it right now <laughs> yeah and not being able to accept is your problem and it's your weakness you know not being able to accept is your weakness not being able to accept i think not being able to accept is your fear and mm -hmm your pain isn't it mm. it can mean your weakness but uh, weakness 
weakness is something we don't see, probably we don't realize. I'm not sure about it, but not being able to accept things as they are is fear and pain. Yeah. yeah. And I think you should be okay with having fears and having pain because every human being does. Yeah. Every just, human being is scared yeah. and in pain. <laughs> yeah. It, it, it exists in every human being. You just don't give into it, you know, because you know what comes right. out of it. Right voluntarily and consciously no 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 it's not a trustable yeah. thing no. no fear is not a trustable thing no he yeah is <laughs> not worth it yes absolutely right. and that's one of the things that you said about this is what's great about technology you know you're sitting somewhere far in the far off region and mm -hmm. we are talking and we feel connected like we feel the closest even from the people that are closer closer to me you know because we are mm -hmm. able to make mm -hmm. this connection of knowledge through technology this is possible through technology so i'm thankful for it right. also <laughs> yeah well technology is such a topic i mean it's huge and we really need to talk about more uh, about technology more and we need to become more aware of what it is because it's a huge thing it's really huge and it's transforming our lives before we are ready to be transformed like that Absolutely. so we need to really have a lot of awareness um, if you think about for example confucianism or pantheism uh, when every object, inanimate object, has a soul or represents God, right? Like uh, everything has soul around you, even a stone, you know, like whatever. Mm -hmm. uh, then we can think about our technological uh, pieces as something that has soul or maybe not consciousness, of course, but, you know, some mm -hmm. kind of representation of That's a not. unit, of specific unit species kind of you know mm -hmm. so the way we're treating technology the way we're talking about technology using technology can turn very negatively towards us uh, right. technology helps us a lot and honestly we are on such a stage in our development when we cannot exist without technology anymore life mm -hmm. on this planet will not be possible for us without no. technology anymore yeah. true but um also we're abusing technology we're mm -hmm. um we're using technology to fulfill our needs, our darkness, our, you know, mm. holes in our soul, you know, whatever we need. Like, we're coming from a very bad place towards technology, Right. you know, like our intentions, our uh, needs with technology are so wrong. Yes. And we're not going to destroy technology with this attitude. We're going to destroy ourselves with this attitude. Perfect. Yes, that's why we need to be very careful and aware and conscious of what we're doing with our phones. Absolutely, <laughs> that's well articulated, and I think a lot of people need to hear this. And this is inspirational for a lot of, or eye-opening at least for a lot of people. That's for sure. Uh, you know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna go through this podcast episode <laughs> again. I'm gonna note down everything that we touched about, touched on, and Great. you know, those yeah. all of those topics we can go deeper on. I think we should do an Definitely. Instagram yeah. live next time so that more people will be right. able to listen to us, you know? All right. All right. Because you have so much really value do. to give. Yeah. You have I hope so, so. Really, I really do. Yeah. Yeah. I really hope. <laughs> Absolutely. I, I think I couldn't get I the know. half, couldn't get the half of the value <laughs> in Catherine. We <laughs> probably have a lot for people. Well, you know, like you're giving me also the place to share, like um, just being able to talk to someone who wants to listen, who is open. It's also not a very everyday experience. You know, it's important to have another person. It's important to click on something that is important for both of us. 
And then hopefully yeah. uh, there will be audience that can benefit from this conversation too, or mm -hmm. um, have some maybe short moments that will be um, insightful, you know, yeah. or just um, relaxing. Relaxing is very important, I guess, mm -hmm. in my work too. I want to relax people. So yeah, yeah. this cooperation is great. And Absolutely. I'm very thankful for it. Mutual value. And I'm always ready for any kind of things, you know, like whatever comes to your mind, just let me know I'm in. <laughs> I'm already in. <laughs> Absolutely. Seriously. It's, it, it will be awesome. It will be awesome to involve you in any project. You're just going to elevate the quality. <laughs> you say I'm always the same. Okay, let's do it. I don't know what it is. I don't know what's required of me, but I'm I'm ready, absolutely ready to take up any kind of education. I need to be able to create a project that I want. So... Yeah, yeah. By the way, um, that reminds me of you're also trying to create content and you're taking a course for it. What about that? Oh, no, no, no. Uh, I'm not taking a course for it. I'm actually creating a course for English learners and yeah, I'm but... educating myself in marketing. Uh -huh. Oh, the course I mentioned in marketing, it's actually, it was a, um, I found a great source, marketing source. It's the website that really changed my perspective on marketing. Mm -hmm. I didn't like marketing. I could never think positive things, feel positively about marketing because for me, it was trick people, sell to mm -hmm. them. And mm -hmm. my, my nature, of course, is against that. I don't mm -hmm. want to trick people and sell something to them. You know, but then I realized that marketing can be something very different. And I got a new insight. It's not about sales. It's about finding the common ground, uh, knowing who my audience are, because a lot of content I create is based on my own ego. I believe this is something you need to know. So I'm sharing mm -hmm. this with you, but I have no idea what people actually need. So for mm -hmm. me, marketing became this place where I can tap into this need of my audience what do people need uh -huh. exactly so that i can give this to them right that's this way i looked at marketing from a different perspective and now mm -hmm. i took up it was just a short email course from the website maybe i shouldn't say it right there but i can share it with you later i don't know <laughs> uh, okay. help, there are yeah. plenty of websites like that they just help you to understand what people are searching for online and uh -huh. what kind of um, requests they have well mm -hmm. simple as that probably but it played a huge role in my um, understanding of the process that I'm doing right now. And I'm creating a course. So I will need to be able to, of course, offer this course to my audience. Mm -hmm. And I want to know how exactly I can do that. So that was my need to start learning about marketing a little bit more, because I think my course is quite exceptional. I don't think that there are many courses like this existing right now. You should not expect anything like any other English language learning course. It is not. Um, the agree. course is um, very relaxed because people ask me for a relaxing material. So I try to make <laughs> it relaxing and it okay. for um, connecting to yourself. The main idea is to help people connect to themselves. That's what I'm doing mm -hmm. in my course. Uh, it's about mindset and it's about improving your English as well. So. That's what I'm doing right now. And yeah, marketing is apparently important. <laughs> if you have business online, it's important. <laughs> it's awesome stuff. It really does make your course exceptional. Okay. Tell people where they can find you. Uh, all right. Uh, you can find me on my website, mindhygiene.com. Uh, you can directly contact me or you can find the buttons 
to visit my LinkedIn, Telegram channel and Instagram. So you can contact me through any way you prefer. I'll be there for you offering my support and service. All right. Thank you so much for joining me, Catherine. Thank you for inviting me. Hope to see you soon. Thank you. Me too. Have a wonderful evening and let's keep in touch about future Absolutely. <laughs> Bye, everyone. Happy New Year. Happy New Coming Year. Happy New Year. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Bye-bye. Bye. Take care.